Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. And it's the 7th of November, 2023. So thank you for being with us today. Or if you're listening on the archives, wherever you got that, we archive everywhere. Thank you so much for being here today. Our home website is ace-ed.org. And every uh, podcast we've ever done is over there, including our magazine, our new editorial programs, everything you could think of, our equity and excellence, our excellence in equity awards programs, et cetera, our magazine, all the podcasts at h-ed.org. And by the way, everything is free over there at our American Consortium for Equity and Education, of which our education talk radio is the voice. If you're interested in all this, I hope you go over there and check it out. Again, I always like to emphasize there's no tricks. Everything over there is free for educators. Please just check it out. It's uh, enjoyable. We work hard to keep it enjoyable and nice. I'm going to bring on my guest because uh, he's a busy man these days. He's been with us before, Dr. Rob Furman, my old friend. Good morning, Rob. Hey, how you doing, Larry? <laughs> you, you sound very uh, very uh, New York right there. Hey, how you doing, Larry? You sound good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, buddy. It's good yeah, to hear from yeah. you. How you doing, Richie? Yeah, I remember that from it was a movie. <laughs> How you doing, Richie? Right. You say, <laughs> Rob's in Pittsburgh, by the way, or right outside of Pittsburgh, and he just made a change from public yep. school to charter school. I love this, and I, we're going to talk about this in detail. Let me introduce you. A lot of people know Rob. He's an influencer out there in education. He's an author. We talked about his books. He's a keynote speaker at many, many conferences and all that sort of thing. And he just took a job. He left the the principalship, <laughs> principalship uh, of a school in South Park, South Park, uh, South Park, PA, or was it mm-hmm. South Park Junior High? What was yep. it? I can't remember now. Which was, yep. was South it? Park, Pennsylvania. Yep. South Park, it was an Pennsylvania. I won't get yep. into that. We we know about this. Yeah. And he became. <laughs> <Right> he be- <laughs> And he became the chief <laughs> operating officer, I love this, at, at a charter school. Young, and again, right. note that title, chief operating officer at Young Scholars, which is, I believe, a chain, we're going to talk about that, of, of Western, of, of Pennsylvania, of, excuse me, of charter schools. And Rob is the COO at Young Scholars of Western Western Pennsylvania outside of Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about Oh, and how the how? Oh, I'll just ask the question: How'd you make that transmission? Trans, transmission. You can see what's on my transition. mind. Transition. Yeah, tra- trans. How's your transmission? <laughs> okay, I hope it's good. Uh, but transition. Well, my, okay. my trans- talk, yeah, the- eventually, Rob, I'll be able to talk like a normal human being, but not for the next five minutes. <laughs> so I'll let you do the talking. Okay, this is really cool, well, the- and it's good. And wait, I got to say is. something. It- I'm going to keep interrupting you for the next few minutes. A lot of people, a lot of public educators don't like charter schools. And I'll tell you, I'm getting old, and whenever I use these words around my family, yeah, everything's changing. The truth of the matter is everything's changing, okay? As the old school goes, it ain't your father's Oldsmobile anymore. They don't even make Oldsmobile anymore. (laughs) But my point is – Talk about that transmission, right? (laughs) You ain't kidding that transmission, okay? (laughs) But but my point is, okay, everything's changing. And education's changing, too, in K-12 and higher ed, okay, which is going to be right. going through immense changes over the next few years. So all this, we got to really look at this. And Rob is a, uh, I'll say it very simply, he's always been a public school guy. And I, I can tell you right now, he still advocates public schools, but he's working at a charter school, which to me is just fine to take that experience, move it over to something new and exciting. And I think that's great. Okay, Rob. How was the transition? 
Yes, I mean, I do, I do, I do <laughs> the, mean the transition was fantastic, yeah. Larry. Yeah, talk um, about it. And 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 you know what? It, it's it was it was an interesting move at the time. Um, I, I was looking for something a little different, something a little exciting, sort of re spark, especially after you know the COVID, the COVID debacle and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff. I was I was looking for for something exciting, and you know what? As somebody who preaches um, being on the edge, which which I do, and and being um, avant garde and, and looking for for the new and the latest and the greatest, um, I ran into this charter school, and. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the things that happen here are are exciting and and it's it's a whole yeah, different yeah. Uh, experience than, than a public school and and as a public school person as you know for over you know 20 some years absolutely um, i was one of those i was one of those people that did have sort of my nose uh, in a joint about charter schools mm -hmm. um but in in hindsight I'm not really sure why. I, I really can't. Now that I'm here, I don't know why I felt that way. Um, I, I, I think it's maybe a little bit of ignorance, not knowing, you know, why a charter schools are point. You know, of, of having this. I think public schools look at us as competitors. Um, they maybe do. to some extent we we are, but but we don't have you to are. be. It's okay. um, you know, a, 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 the, the, competition. The, the true... competition makes you better. Competition doesn't make you absolutely. worse. It, it absolutely, you it truly it does. Makes, yeah, people don't it, it truly does. That. And yes. yeah, and at the end yes. of the day, if if you as as a true educator want what's best for children, and you want the best education for children, it really shouldn't matter what 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 four walls they're inside and, and what brick and mortar system they're dealing with in order to get what's best for them you know the schools schools in pennsylvania pretty much all follow the same standards we're all teaching this very similar if not identical stuff um if if, if we do it a little bit better than another district and and the parents see that and want what's best for their kids why should anybody have a problem with that honestly um you know, charter schools have the charter, so they all have this little focus too. Like, like my school's focus is uh, world languages. So you know, if, if you're if you're a parent and and, and you're you know you're into cultural diversity and, and and all those type of different things, and you you run into us and you're like, I want that for my kid. Why should any any educator fault a parent for that? Um, you know, it, that they that's the not. idea of. Of choice, absolutely. So you know, when, when you sort of calm down and you realize that charter schools aren't out to get you, you know, and and, and charter schools are just exactly what we use. It's a choice. It's an option. Why why would that be a bad thing for any for any adult to consider for their kid? You know, if we're all truly advocating for children, there's enough space around to help all of these kids because every kid's different. Maybe we do something a little better than the, than the public school down the road. Maybe not. And that would be the parents to, to learn about us and learn about the different systems and sort of, you know, make that decision based on what's best for their kid. Yeah. And it's kind of, if I may, you know, public schools, I, you know, I'm an advocate of public schools, everybody, but they are a bureaucracy. Yep. They are a bureaucracy. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay, and I'd like to think that, and I'm not sure about this because I'm sure there's some bureaucracy in in, in every company. But charter sure. schools are, are are act, if I may, and I think correct me if I'm wrong here. Just by your title, I think I'm right. Rob is COO, Chief Operating Officer. They operate in a more 
corporate way. They, um, and I know a lot of people who works in corporations are going to say, well, that's pretty much a bureaucracy too, but there is a difference. But there is a difference. And, you know, they can act a little faster and make changes a little faster, et cetera. And uh, to me, that's, that's a very important thing these days. And I'll say it again. Competition is good. Competition right. makes you and work harder. Except for except right. and, for the Steelers and and the and the Pirates. Other than that, <laughs> okay, they, the competition That's is right. good. Yeah, <laughs> competition can be good. And 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 I I heard that too when I was in the public ed arena that that you know charter schools operate on a business. They're maybe even they're here trying to make money, those type of things. And now that I'm in the system and have been for a short period of time, th- that's actually kind of a fallacy. Like like we do have certain business oriented titles, but I but I will say it was the districts that I've been involved with ran more like a business than 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 the school I'm sitting in right now. Oh um, that's interesting. It, it, Thank you. Yeah, truly, truly. It was harder to get things passed, like you said. Um, when I came in here, there was a couple things that I thought would benefit the school. Uh, after, I, after I had a conversation with, with my boss and I explained it to him and he agreed, it, it didn't take but two weeks to really implement that whole system. Um, in a school district, yeah. it would take months because every yeah. decision has to go through these That's nine amazing. board members. And those nine board members become very politically motivated. We don't have – They are. It really feels in our system that we don't have the politics. And we can, like you said, get things done a little faster. Um, But that doesn't change the fact that it still has to be in good practice. Like I I can't go order a hot tub for the the back of the uh, gymnasium, (laughs) you know, for for the teachers. Those type of things aren't going to happen. It still has to be in good practice. But kid yourself. In these days, it might be a great way to recruit people. Okay, come to our office. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's right. Nothing out there. They get good teachers. That's it. (laughs) But but if you know if 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 your 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 logic is sound and you and you always have the kids best interest in education in mind, you don't have to go through all the red tape like you did in public schools. And here's the thing, and again, I, I, am, a, I am a huge advocate of public schools and charter schools. Are. I'm a huge advocate of schools. <laughs> like, I Bingo. don't care where you go, Thank as long you. as you're getting what's yeah. best for your kid, call it whatever you want to call it. But with that being said, you know, in, in, in one of my books, my, my Future Ready Challenge book, I talk about how public schools were created in, what, 1862, I think it is, from the Committee of Ten, and we really haven't changed that much as a system, as an organization. Public schools haven't really changed that much. Yeah. Charter schools aren't as old, so so we, I think a lot of times we have the ability to look on public schools and say, well, they've been doing this for a long time. Maybe it's not working that way, and we can pivot a lot easier than the public school system can. So, you know, we are able to create a focus. We are able to get things done and be a little more avant-garde in our systems because we may not have the the years and years and lineage of a public school, which might not necessarily be a bad thing right now. I I, I agree with you. I want to switch. Tell me, I want to ask, I want you to tell me about your school, Uh, you know, the usual, the demographics, what it's like, how many teachers, how many kids, that sort of thing. But also, I'm curious, you're a chief operating officer. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Does that mean you're the principal? Is that what that means? No. No. It's, it's, and, what does and it mean? COO. The, 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 yeah, it, it, 
it's hard to say because I think when I got here, the the, the delineation changed a little bit. Uh, I answered to the CEO, and he's sort of a superintendent type. Uh, I would be second to him, but we also have a principal and an assistant principal in the building. Um, so there's there's wow. several administrators for, for for this for this one building of 300 and. I think we have 310 some students here, K to eight. Um, so, so there's a, there's a, there's a lot of administration, a lot of adults, um, which you know we all know is is not a bad thing when you got uh, you know the ability to work in smaller functioning groups with adults and children. Um, mm-hmm. So we have the ability to do those things, which has been been wonderful. Um, we have we're a very diverse uh, school. We we pull nice. from districts from ten miles around us. Uh, so we have students anywhere from you know Upper Saint Clair to Stowe Rocks. We have a, a large portion comes from the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, we also have some students uh, from my previous school, uh, South Park, Bethel Park, West Mifflin. So we're, we're sort of all over the area here, um, but that really makes it kind of neat because um, all of these kids sort of bring a little part of their demographic to us. Um, so, you know, we, we have That's students right. that I think we have like we have several different languages that are represented here, and we teach kids. The kids get Spanish. They get Turkish. Uh, they, we have, they have an exploratory program that, that touches all sorts of different uh, cultural things from uh, from <coughs> um, Spanish music to Turkish foods to robotics and, and all the STEM-related stuff. To uh, We have a rock band study where we have kids learning uh, the drum set, the guitar, the bass, the keys, and they, they put on a whole rock band show to fully work like what they do in the movies. So you know, we have a lot of exciting things that are going on uh, here that probably would have been next to impossible to get started in, in a more public setting, especially it would have taken probably a year. Rob? Yes, sir. Oh, Absolutely. I lost you. For, for, you said it would take a year and felt, I felt like you, you went off. I got you. Okay, no problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, what's, the, what's the physical plan? Where did they put the school and how old is it? Uh, the building's been here for longer than we have. Well, we've been here for, I believe, 11 years. We're just hmm. about uh, 10 minutes outside of downtown Pittsburgh. If you're oh, familiar man. with the Pittsburgh area, you come right out the Liberty Tubes, and we're about five miles up the road. Uh, we're, we're, we're in a district called Baldwin, which is mm-hmm. also a yeah. wonderful school district in and of itself. Uh, a dear friend of mine works there. Um, so we're, we're just, just outside the city, and that's we get a, a large portion of our kids, probably half uh, of our kids, come from uh, the city of Pittsburgh. And what is – and I've, I'm trying to figure this out. I want people to understand this. Sure. And I also want to ask you about, about the world language thing. But, but before I forget, mm-hmm. when you're COO, I, I think you mm-hmm. said that would be like being an assistant superintendent. Is that a good way to put it? And my, my curiosity is in a school of 800 kids, okay? And, and again, you, young scholars, again, it's a chain, right, if I may, a corporation that has schools. How many, how many schools do they have? Do you know? Uh, we have, I think there's three schools here. There's one, there's one up in uh, Penn State area, I believe, and then there's one about a half hour away from us in McKeesport and then us. So I think there's three. Good old McKeesport. Uh, I know the two. Yeah, the two yeah. here um, are affiliated. I'm not 100% certain about the one that's up in up in State College, but I know the one in McKeesport and us. We actually share a school board. And who are the school board parents? Who are the, who are the school boards? I'm glad you brought uh, yeah, that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, their their parents are representatives of both of both schools. So I think there's like two or three from one and two or three from the other. Um, and uh, we do we, we meet just like you know any other school board, like once a month. Um, most of our things are virtual because of distance, and uh, all of that runs very very similarly to to what I've experienced in the public system. It's it's, it's a little uh, bit longer that we actually run two meetings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, we were kidding, kidding be earlier. You know that movie. Uh, uh, there was a movie many, many years ago that was very cute uh, called Lovers and Other Strangers, and Richard Castellano, okay, kept having a repeat line, and it said, "What's what's the problem, Richie?" What a real heavy Italian accent. <laughs> what's the problem, Richie? And you, you know, when you describe the, the way you work in the school K eight. Okay, and right. people complain or, or look at uh, askance at charter schools, which I do not look askance at them. Okay, and right. um, you know, I got to say, uh, what's the problem, Richie? There isn't any. Yeah. There isn't any there problem. Isn't any. Okay, <laughs> it, it's it's working. We hope. And let me ask you this, okay, which is tough. Okay, what would you see a downside? Okay, is there any downside that you see that you would like to change or, or just noticed right off the bat? And I don't think you're seeing any, but I just want to ask the question. I the don't know downside, what the downside would be. Yeah. I don't know if I would call it a downside as much as probably the challenge. Okay. Uh, the challenge Fair that enough. I see for charter schools is um, the the some of the – uh, misconceptions that are out there, and the need for parents to know that this is ah. actually a very realistic, very viable, uh, possibly one hell of a benefit to your kid type of option. And that's, I think, the challenge. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.